Welcome to The Goat Show, Getting Our Act Together. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Amber Brown, a.k.a. Coach Am, divapreneur, marketing and sales executive, influencer, travelista. On today's episode, we're going to discuss what it's like being the strong friend. Being the strong friend while we're hurting, we're healing, and dealing with our own internal storms. We're also going to discuss what you can do as a friend to recognize the cues that your strong friend may be in need of some additional support. So strap up, get comfortable, and let's jump right in. I was really excited to discuss this topic today, um, mainly because a lot of people look at me Personally, so I'm going to start off by just talking about myself a little bit. A lot of people look at me um, on the surface and it looks as though everything is going great in my life. I have a great job. You know, I got a promotion this year. I'm in an executive position, the first African American to do it. You know, I am young. At least I like to think I'm young. I'm 36 years old. Um, I love to travel. So, you know, I go on trips regularly. And I have a business and I'm just out here doing my thing. And I hear people a lot of times say how much they look up to me and how influential I am at times. And although I'm humbled by all of those things, those are surface level for me. And I say that because there are so many other things that I've dealt with, especially in 2019, that many people would be surprised about. And so because I promise full disclosure um, on my show, because this is an outlet for me, uh, this show is an outlet for me to be able to share with the world uh, my story. And so I'm going to be fully transparent. So as I was saying on the surface, you know, you see me traveling, you see me living what you guys would call my best life. I have a good job. You know, I don't have any children and I'm just doing my thing is what you guys see. But what you don't see underneath the surface is that just in 2019, I had a cancer scare um, that only a few people knew about. And uh, if, if my cousin is listening, she was very influential in um, me being proactive Uh, and taking care of what I needed to in relation to that. Um, I had to undergo a couple of different procedures. um, And I'm happy to say that I am cancer free. Um, But I went through that. And that was a part of that internal storm that that underneath the surface that most people don't know about. Um, I also was diagnosed with depression, uh, which is probably something else that most people would be surprised about because uh, I would what most people would call high functioning uh, depression. So I I still got up and I <laughs> I still get up and I go to work every day. Um, I still manage to take care of my responsibilities, um, but there were a lot of things and that I was and still am dealing with, and I've actually uh, I'm actually getting the help that I need to deal with those things. But those are the types of things that most people don't associate with a strong person. They don't associate those things because from what they can see, this person's got it going on. This person's doing doing the damn thing. 
not realizing that you view us that way because we've mastered the art of masking our own pain. Trust me, I know. (laughs) I have mastered the art of being able to get shit done by any means necessary. And that is a blessing and a curse um, because it wasn't until I hit rock bottom until I was sat down and I had to be completely honest with myself and deal with the things that I've suppressed for so long for me to even recognize that I was depressed and that I needed to seek help and resources and I needed to do a lot of things in my life differently. And again, it is a every day, it is a struggle. So when people call me strong, you know, I some now I, I see that a little differently. Before I, you know, I used to take that and be like, yeah, I can do this. I'm I'm this, I'm that. And I it got to a point where because I was so strong, I didn't get to have bad days. The strong person doesn't get to slip on their responsibilities. The strong person doesn't get to have a bad day. The strong person is expected to be there for everybody, even though no one is there for them. I can tell you that I was not myself for a very long time and no one even noticed. That's how good we are. We're so good at masking our pain that I was not myself for a very long time and no one even noticed. No one at my job noticed because I still managed to get shit done. My friends didn't notice because whenever they talked to me, I had a smile on my face. I'm always saying everything's fine. Everything's good. My family didn't notice. No one noticed because that's just what strong people do, right? We've learned to mask our own pain and no one ever notices. In this next segment, I want to discuss six signs that your strongest friend may need additional support from you. So there's six signs and I'm going to start with number one. Number one is they've become a workaholic. They use work to avoid, shield, or even cope with difficult feelings and situations. Um, They're always at work, always work, 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 work. Um, They use that to cope so that they don't have to deal with anything else in their lives. Number two, they stop showing up for the girls' nights. They stop wanting to go on the girls' trips. They stop showing up for the social events, whereas before, they were a social butterfly. You enjoyed your time together. You know, you always made time for each other and, and to hang out. And now all of a sudden, this person just doesn't show up or they don't want to be involved. And a lot of times, that's because they prefer to be by themselves. And again, that's not something that was characteristic of this person prior to the, you know, the few, a few months ago. Number three, they're easily triggered, always in a bad mood. Always got some smart to say, snarky, whereas this person is usually um, very mild mannered or even kill. Now, all of a sudden, anytime someone says something to them, they, they get triggered and they have a negative reaction and just always a short fuse. That is a sign that something may be up with that friend. They're nonchalant. 
you know firsthand that this person just went through a breakup. They got laid off from their job. You know, they a few months ago had a death in their family. But anytime you see this person or you talk to this person and you ask them how everything is going, everything's fine or everything, oh, I'm getting by. And that's pretty much the end of it. They act unbothered. Um, and a lot of times that is what is ex- what is expected from a, from a strong person. They think that, hey, I don't want to burden anyone else with what I have going on. So I'm just going to say everything is fine. But put yourselves in their position for a moment. You just had a major breakup that so you've been in a relationship for three years and or longer. And you just had a, a big breakup. You know, a couple weeks later, you got laid off from your job. You know, then you had a death in your family or someone really close to you passed away. And that hit you really hard. Would you be okay? So take that into consideration whenever your friends are saying that they're fine. Think about what you know to be true in their lives and think about whether or not you would be okay going through that. We we sometimes as strong people, like as I mentioned, we don't want to burden other people. So we internalize all of that pain, all of that hurt, and we put it in other areas like work where we just stay at home so we're not ha- we don't have to be around other people and you know we internalize that, that those things and that's why it's just easy for us to say oh I'm fine the fifth thing um weight gain or loss you know a significant shift in this person's appearance you know homegirl is always put together for the gods hair done face beat nails done Um, You know, always very put together when they go out, um, really paid attention to their attire and how they walk around. And now all of a sudden you notice that this person, you know, they're not even brushing their hair. You know, they haven't gotten their nails done. They're walking around in a T-shirt and jogging pants every time you see them. Um, You know, their appearance is off or they've lost a lot of weight or gained a lot of weight. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. This may be a sign that everything isn't okay with that person, especially if you know they walk around and and they always cared about how they looked um, for themselves. Um, And it may not even be necessarily for other people. A lot of times people think that, you know, when a person is walking around, they're trying to impress others. But there are people like myself who like to impress themselves. You know, it's not always about other people. And so if you notice that that person, there's been a shift in that that may be worth investigating to see if there's something else going on. Chances are some of those other signs that I mentioned may be present as well. Um, so just, just look out for those things. And the sixth thing, they're overly happy. Extra extra smiley on social media. Got some of the best selfies and photo ops. And they're always smiling. And keep in mind, we do that to mask <laughs> the truth, what we don't want people to see. So we put out into the universe what we want you to see. When you hear people say, I only put up posts on social media what I want you to see, that is very true. And a lot of people are are shielding and hiding behind those happy faces and those picture-perfect photos. But let me just say this. If it looks too good to be true, it probably is. And so, and, and also, if you're noticing that your friends like overly happy and you know that all these other things have taken place in their life that has that that would have caused a shift in yours if it were you 
Um, keep that in mind. And not to say that it, that you have to be on social media and, and, and be miserable or to say that when you're talking to someone that you can't genuinely be happy. But we all we all know that people put on a mask because they don't want other people to see what those demons and those those skeletons in their closet and not knowing that those skeletons are the things that make us who we are. It is OK not to be OK. And I think that we need to have those conversations, not just with our friends, but with ourselves, because if we have those conversations with ourselves, then we're less likely to feel like we have to wear a mask. And I'm realizing that more and more as I'm taking the mask off, as I'm beginning to be okay with who I am and the things that I've been through and my struggles, the more I rip the mask off, the more I see how much I was hiding. I've been hiding because I didn't want to deal. And so those are just some of the signs that that I came up with based on the things that I've dealt with. I'm sure there are tons of other signs. You know, I've read many articles, you know, about depression and those types of things. But my six signs are just coming from my own personal experience and um, had someone uh, noticed uh, when I first started going through my 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 depression and dealing with my depression um, it may not have taken me as long to seek help and that's that's just my reality and my truth that I'm dealing with right now So now that you've identified that based on the cues on the last segment, that something may be up with your friend, what can you do? What can you do to be there for them? And, you know, depression and mental health have zero to do with strength. There are millions of people who suffer every single day with anxiety and depression. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's someone right now in your group chat Um, in your immediate circle, who is struggling with one of the two or both. And so what can you do as a friend to offer your support now that you've identified that something may be up with them? One, be there without an invitation. (laughs) Understand strong people have been conditioned to not ask for help. They're the least likely to say, to raise their hand and say, I need help. Because we are, we we understand that our role as strong people is to make sure that everybody else is good, you know, and make sure that things keep happening and flowing regardless of what we have going on, because that's what is expected of us. At least that's what we think is expected of us. And so we're not going to tell you that we need help. Uh, another thing you can do is show up. If you know the last few times you've been over to homegirl's house, you know, where she normally has a, a, a squeaky clean house and you know she usually has you know plenty of food and drink in the refrigerator and you notice that something is off pop up at her house with some cleaning products and be like girl let me do this for you or hey put on some clothes let's go to lunch let's go to dinner if you know that this person is um dealing with functional depression where they're still uh taking care of their responsibilities if they're a business owner they're still if they're still hosting events and they still have a lot of things going on be a support to that person show up for those events you know uh just be there and show them that hey you're not in this fight by yourself 
actually make the call because paying attention to the signs and actually checking on them are two different things. In the previous segment, we talked about these are the signs that something may be up. But in this segment, I want to talk about what are you going to do about it? You know, are you going to pick up the phone, call them? Are you going to pop up on them? Are you going to send them some words of encouragement? You know, don't let it end with, hey, how's everything going in a text message? And they respond, everything's fine. And you say, "Okay, well, let me know if you need anything. Because as I mentioned before, strong people are less likely to ask you for help. Also, don't be bamboozled by the jokes, the memes, and the laughter. All those things are coping mechanisms that are used to shield us from dealing with our sadness and our loneliness a lot of times, especially if you've identified that, hey, they've gained a lot of weight. Hey, they're not getting out. They're not doing anything. They're not doing anything that's characteristic of what they typically would do. Yet they're always sending memes and being happy and cracking jokes. Don't be blindsided by that. If someone comes to you and they share their struggles, do not go out and share that with anyone else. We all know that mental illness is a silent killer and the majority of the reasons why people don't like to share their personal struggles is because they don't want their business in the streets. They're afraid of the stigma that comes along with it. They don't want to let anyone see them without their mask because that's not what they presented themselves out to be. So they want to keep the the surface level smiles and jokes out there so that no one can actually see who they are. And so if if you are in a situation to where they feel comfortable enough to share with you, make sure that you remain a true friend and it remains confidential and you allow that person to be responsible for telling their own story, not you out there telling their story for them. Because that is the main reason why a lot of people don't want to let other people into their world, their real world, not the world that they portray out to the universe, but who they really are because they're afraid of the stigma that comes along with that. As I'm as I'm going through my journey and I'm identifying, you know, my my areas uh, of improvement, I'm starting to see what I needed from people that I didn't get. And what people needed from me that they weren't getting. Um, and it's really it's really helping me be more honest in my walk, more honest with myself. Um, it's allowing me not to, uh, it's allowing me to kind of get rid of my self-sabotaging ways. And it is, although it is refreshing, it has been very scary. It has been very challenging. And every single day is a struggle. Every single day, I have to make a conscious decision to be better, a conscious decision to get out of the bed, a conscious decision to to be open for change, a conscious decision to uh, take the mask off and be okay if it's not a good day. Be okay with not being there sometimes when people want me to be there because I'm not in a place where I can be there for them 
it's okay for me to say no. Because no is a complete sentence and that is a whole other podcast for another day. But it's okay. And that this is what this space is for. Um, I feel like this space is for me to continue my journey and my walk and to be open and to take the mask off. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of The Goat Show with Coach Am. Just so you guys know, this podcast is currently available on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public. If you haven't already, please rate, review, or even share with some people that may find this beneficial. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time, Coach Am out.